regard. Monday Thursday service would begin with the hymn when you woke that Thursday morning.
the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I will go to the altar of God. To God I have seen joy. Our help is in the name of the Lord. During this Lenten season, we've heard our Lord's call to intensify our struggle against sin, death, and the devil. All that prevents us from trusting in God and loving each other. Since it is our intention to receive the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ, on this night we instituted this blessed meal for our salvation. It is proper that we complete our Lenten discipline by diligently examining ourselves, as St. Paul urges us to do. This holy sacrament has been instituted for the special comfort of those who are troubled because of their sin. They will humbly confess their sins, fear God's wrath, and hunger and thirst for righteousness. But when we examine our hearts and consciences, we find nothing in us but sin and death, from which we are incapable of delivering ourselves. Therefore, our Lord Jesus Christ has had mercy on us. For our benefit, he became man so that he might fulfill for us the whole will and law of God, and to deliver us, took upon himself our sin and the punishment we deserve, so that we may more confidently believe this and be strengthened in the faith and in holy living. Our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, and said, "Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you." It is as if he said, "I became man." And all that I do and suffer is for your good. As a pledge of this, I give you my body to eat. In the same way also, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Again, it is as if he said, I have had mercy on you by taking to myself all your iniquities. I gave myself in death, shedding my blood to obtain grace and forgiveness of sins, and to comfort and establish the New Testament, which gives forgiveness and everlasting salvation. As a pledge of this, I give you my blood to drink. Therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup, confidently believing his word and promise of Christ, dwells in Christ, and Christ in him, and has eternal life. We should also do this in remembrance of him, showing his death that he was delivered for our offenses and raised for our justification. Giving him our most heartfelt thanks, we take up our cross and follow him. And according to his commandment, love one another as he has loved us. As our Lord on this night exemplified his love by washing his disciples' feet, so we, by our words and actions, serve one another in love. For we are all one bread and one body even as we are all partakers of this one bread and drink from the one cup. For just as the one cup is filled with the wine of many grapes, and one bread made from countless grains, so also we, being many, are one body in Christ. Because of him we love one another, not only in word, but in deed and in truth. May the Almighty and merciful God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, by his Holy Spirit, accomplish this in us. Having heard the word of God, let us confess our sins, imploring our God our Father for the sake of His Son, Jesus Christ, to grant forgiveness. Let us kneel and sing. Almighty God, merciful Father, 
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O Lord, in this wondrous sacrament, you have left us a remembrance of your passion. Grant that we may so receive the sacred mystery of your body and blood, that the fruits of your redemption may continually be manifest in us. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated with the reading of our lessons from God's holy word. Like the very heavens of clearness. He 
did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel, they beheld God and ate and drank. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
In the same way, he sprinkled with blood both the tent and all the vessels used in worship. Indeed, under the law, almost everything was purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Exodus 12. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell all the congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's houses, a lamb for the household. And if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of persons, according to what each can eat. You shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male, a year old. You may take it from sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, when the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight. Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the flesh that night, roasted on the fire, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted, its head with its legs and inner parts. And you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn. In this manner you shall eat it, with your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all of the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be for you a memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations as a statute forever. You shall keep it as a feast. On that first Monday, Thursday, in the upper room, Jesus is eating the Passover with his disciples. It is a remembrance of God delivering the children of Israel from slavery in Egypt. It remembers the blood of the lambs painted on the doorposts and the lintels of the Israelite houses in Egypt as a sign. So the Lord passed over those houses and did not kill the firstborn of those covered by the blood of the lamb. For 1,400 years, the Jews celebrated the Passover each year based on the full moon in the month of Nisan, the first month of the year in the Jewish calendar. Each year, the Jews remember that they were delivered from slavery and protected by lamb's blood. Now the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of God, the King of the Jews, all Israel reduced to one man is eating the Passover with his disciples on this momentous night, which will end with Jesus arrested and held prisoner at the high priest's house. The Lord commanded his people to eat the Passover meal each year. And now on this fateful Thursday evening, the Lord God commands you to eat and drink his body and blood 
in Holy Communion. Take, eat. This is my body. Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. This do in remembrance of me. Jesus transitions the Passover into the Lord's Supper. The Lord commanded the Passover, and the Lord has the authority to make this change. Jesus takes some of the elements of the Passover, and he institutes Holy Communion. He starts a new way to deliver the forgiveness of sins from his cross to your body. And he commands you to do this. Jesus gives a new testament in his body and blood, a new covenant sealed in Jesus' blood, which will be shed on the cross and which will be poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins in the Lord's Supper. John the Baptist declared about Jesus, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now the Lamb will shed his blood for the people and deliver his forgiving blood to his people. A second means of grace is given on the evening of the day of Jesus' resurrection when he comes to his disciples in the locked room. Jesus says to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. And later, after his resurrection, Jesus adds baptism. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Jesus establishes three means of grace, three ways that the forgiveness of sins is brought from the cross and delivered to you. The three means by which forgiveness gets from the cross to you is baptism, the word of God, and holy communion. And you see that represented in our front windows here. On the left side and the bottom, there's a Bible with the cross on top of it, the word of God. In the center, we have the wheat and the grapes, the cup and the wafer for holy communion. And on the right, the red shell with three drops of water symbolizing baptism. Jesus tells us what to do. And so we do what Jesus commands. We baptize and we teach. We forgive. Each Sunday we gather together to receive the Lord's gifts. And what a wonderful way to unify the church. Christians kneeling side by side to together receive the body and blood of Jesus in unity 
in Christ. You receive the same body and blood of Jesus as the person next to you. The same body and blood of Jesus delivered to Christians here and around the world. You are unified in Christ. At the first Passover meal, a lamb was killed and its blood used to protect God's people from the final plague. At our celebration of the Holy Communion, you receive the body and blood of the sacrifice Lamb of God to protect you from sin, death, and the devil, and to deliver to you forgiveness and eternal life. Jesus has given you the great gift of his holy supper and commanded you to do it. And so you do it and receive forgiveness. You receive life. You receive salvation. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. Amen. We rise and confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people of the
confident that Christ prays with us. Lord, hear your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord God of hosts, you called the young men of Israel to serve under Moses at Mount Sinai. Raise up the young men of your church to serve you, whether at your altar or by steadfast and faithful lives in this world. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Everlasting Father, your Son offered himself through the eternal Spirit as a sacrifice without blemish. By this sacrifice, purify our conscience from dead works, that we may serve you always in newness and holiness of life. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Amid plagues, enemies, and a world filled with conflict and terror, Give us wise leaders, O Lord, and preserve us from harm. Guide those who make and administer our laws to act prudently. Give to all judges knowledge to render justice with mercy. Bless all military, emergency, and medical workers here and abroad. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord God of Israel, we rally to your altar in the wilderness of this world. Hear our prayers for our victims, Ella, the family of Henry Dunn, Danielle, Kathleen, Pastor John, and George, and all those who are sick. Refresh them in their suffering, comfort them with your word, and nourish them in body and soul. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, you have freed your church from slavery to the and gathered us around your holy mountain. Hear me again the proclamation of your new testament. Cleanse us through Christ's body and blood, which was offered for us on Calvary. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves, our bodies and souls, and all things. Redeem us, O Lord, faithful God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. At this time, I invite forward the candidates for, that are prepared for First Communion, and the congregation may be seated. Christian faith and life, 
You are invited to confess your sins and receive the comfort of holy absolution. All this will be a help, help. All this will help you live as a child of God that you have been made to holy baptism. In testimony of this faith and confession, I now ask you: Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, in Jesus Christ His only Son, our Lord, and in the Holy Spirit? Do you believe that Jesus Christ, true God and true man, is your Lord? Do you believe that you are a sinner? Do you believe that Jesus Christ died for you and shed his blood for you on the cross for the forgiveness of all your sins? Do you believe that in the Lord's Supper he gives you his true body and blood for the forgiveness of all your sins and the strength of your faith in him and your love toward others? Do you intend to continue to hear and receive the instruction of your Lord, confess your sins, and receive the Lord's Supper faithfully throughout your life. I therefore invite you to the Lord's Supper to receive Christ's precious body and blood for the forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Parents and members of the congregation, the whole church shares with you the responsibility and concern for the ongoing instruction and spiritual care of these young people. I now ask you, will you intercede for them in prayer? And as much as you are able, give them your counsel and aid, that in communion with the church they may grow up to be the godly light, to the praise and honor of Jesus Christ, that answer we will with the help of God. We will with the help of God. Let us rise in prayer. Heavenly Father, whose Son, Jesus Christ, loved the young and called them to himself, we ask you to bless these young people. Strengthen them in the faith through the sacrament of Christ's body and blood, so that they may grow spiritually and bring forth the fruits of faith in Christ, in a life of love toward others, to the praise and honor of your holy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We rejoice with thankful hearts in your confession of faith. As you continue to hear the Lord's word and see this holy supper, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on the day of Jesus Christ. Peace be with you.
salutary and are sure at all times and in all places. Give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who accomplished the salvation of mankind by the truth of the cross, that where death arose, their life also might rise again, and that the serpent who overcame by the tree of the garden might likewise by the tree of the cross be overcome. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying,
body and blood of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and preserve you in true faith unto life everlasting. Go in peace. Your sins are forgiven. Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.